We got a Black Hawk down. We got a Black Hawk down. 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 Good Trash Genre Cast. So, dead? That's fine. How about alive? Hmm? You want to know what got these scars? Can you spell it? D-J-A-N-G-O. The D is silent. I have got to give me one of these. Luke, you're a wolf. What are these? What are you doing with these? Okay, I get it. Who gave you these? Who taught you about these? I learned it from you, okay? I learned it from watching you! Leads. We can kill it. It's your last chance to walk away. Are you kidding? It's five against one. It's two against one. How do you figure? Once I take out the leader, which is you, I'll have to contend with one or two enthusiastic wingmen. The last two guys, I always win. Are you, uh, you done this before? It's getting late. Remember, you wanted this. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to the Good Trash Genre Cast, where some people gather around a table or an armrest inside of a car and discuss the movies you wouldn't normally discuss inside of a film studies course. And tonight, we take a look at Goosebumps, based on the best-selling horror series for children from R.L. Stein. Before we begin, we should make some quick introductions. Uh, it's kind of a tight cast tonight, but if you will, to my left, sir. Uh, my name's Caleb Masters, and uh, I ain't no dummy. That's true, he's not. He's more of a marionette. If I will. Oh, what? That might be even worse. <laughs> what was that? Come on. Come on now. Uh, and I am Arthur Gordon, and we will be discussing uh, Goosebumps, which is a medical documentary about the uh, way your skin reacts and the cold or fear or nervousness. Yuck. What did I sign up for? Not what you uh, thought you would, that's for sure. Uh, before we begin, uh, Caleb is going to give a quick synopsis of the film, uh, tell you a little bit of what it's about uh, for you who may or may not have seen the trailers or read any of the books. So, Caleb, if you will. Yeah, so, a teenager teams up with the daughter of young adult author R.L. Stein after the writer's imaginary demons are set free on the small town of Madison, Delaware. That's right, Madison, Delaware. Where absolutely nothing has probably ever happened. Well, you know, if I was going to pick anywhere in the world to live, you know, Madison, Delaware, that was it. My mom said if I just packed all my yeah. bags and one thing, I had to pick anywhere I could go. I, I thought about Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo Bay, you know. Or uh, North Korea. Cuba, North, North Korea is up there. Uh, so, yeah, that that's what we're talking. It is a children's movie for children. Uh, so there are a lot of markers of that. Uh, we're going to give you a couple of quick reviews of the movie, tell you what we thought, whether you th we think you should go out and see it this weekend. It does open nationwide on October 16th. It is from Sony uh, Pictures. And so, Caleb, why don't you just go ahead and tell me what you thought about the movie. I really didn't like this movie, Arthur. Uh, I really didn't. And I was really optimistic about it. You know, a, a good family film, a uh, Halloween family film. I ha have a lot of nostalgia watching those like made-for-TV movies, uh, like the, the, the Disney Channel original movies, like Halloween yeah. Town. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or even the very own, the, the TV show Goosebumps, the TV show. Uh, 
Are You Afraid of the Dark? All that stuff. I, I, I as a kid, I really liked that. So I was like, okay, cool. We're going in here. It's gonna, it's gonna recapture that nostalgia and probably, hopefully, tell like a just fun little kind of a family-friendly story. And, uh, and and it had Jack Black. I, I I think Jack Black is very hit or miss, but I found he's a lot more hit when he is doing like family friendly comedies, among other things. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I, I like him, do, you know, doing his normal stuff too. But I found he's usually a, almost a home run every time with these. Uh, in this case, I wow, I felt like Jack Black. Man, he was trying way too yeah, hard. Yeah, I I didn't like the voice thing he was doing. He's in the awkward voice. It was forced a lot of the time. But yeah, I I think I agree with you on on Black's performance. I I could just. It just seemed like he was trying so hard to pretend. It felt like he was playing pretend, not even like acting. You know, he's yeah. just like pretending to be someone, but he was still very clearly Jack Black. And I, I, I don't know. I just never bought like that type of character. And I, I also thought it was just a really interesting inclusion to include to put R.L. Stein in the context of the movie anyway. Yeah. Um, but no, like the I, I I thought the story was the pacing was awful. It was an hour and forty three minutes, which for a family film is a little longer than average actually. And I felt it. There was about halfway through this movie, I was like, okay, are we winding down, or is it just about that time? Uh, and I also really felt like the movie missed what made the the book series special. Now, I I am not as hardcore of a band, uh, a, a uh, book fan uh, as you are, but I did read several of them and I always remember feeling like there is this uh, you know, there is this kind of fear creep factor going yeah. on in there. And this movie really didn't have a lot of that. It was just like throw as many monsters in there as we can. Yeah. And get, usually most of it for was actually for comedic uh, effect. Yeah. And I'm not was, the, the books had corny cheesy stuff. I mean, just look at some of the titles. But uh, this movie I felt totally missed what made the book special? It's like Jack Black read, or the writers read a book, or they were tasked with adapting Goosebumps, having with none of them having read or understood the source material they were adapting. So you know, I just wasn't a huge fan. Yeah. So Arthur, I, I just, I, I didn't, I didn't dig the movie. I, I, I can't really say whether or not I would tell families to go out and take their movies to see it. I mean, I think there's. Movies on TV that are far more competently made and understand what makes a good family horror drama go on there. How about you, Arthur? What'd you think? Caleb, you, you do raise some good points. And and let me preface, I, I was a diehard fan. I I still own roughly ninety percent of the books. I watched the T V show and so I was, you know, I was in the book club, so it was a it was a big deal for me growing up. And so the trailers kinda got me really pumped and it was like this really nostalgic kind of excitement for this movie. And you're right. I mean, for the most part, I think it does fall flat. There were some moments I did enjoy, and that had me smiling just for nostalgia's sake. Uh, the arrival, Slappy, uh, all of his really bad puns, which is true to the book. Uh, and it does keep in line somewhat with the book. You're right, though. It, it it skips out on that horror aspect and focuses more on just comedy and that slapstick thing, which isn't what the books were about at all. But we do have a lot of the same stuff. We have that setup, that classic setup of a new kid moving to a new town. He's in unfamiliar surroundings. He meets a girl, and usually that was always the thing. You either follow a girl and she meets a guy, or you meet a guy and he meets a girl. And so that was a dynamic that always happens in the book. There's a sidekick character. We have all those elements at play. Um, and then we get the uh, the classic Goosebumps type ending. Uh, not to spoil anything, but be prepared because there are three parts to every story. The beginning, the middle, and the twist. And this movie stays true to that. It's something that the books were staying true, and that's something I kept in the back of my mind as I watched to wait and to see if they were going to at least stay true to that. That being said, for the most part, I mean, I think I would recommend Family Go Out for a Matinee, because this trumps something like Smurfs, which I saw, which was just terrible. It was a terrible movie, and I think this trumps that somewhat. Um, that being said, I... I was expecting more fan service insofar as the the the, the monsters that we did see. Caleb's right. There's 
they just pack in a lot. We get the abominable snowman. We get the werewolf of uh, I can't remember the the swamp. The swamp werewolf. Yeah. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Uh, Fever Swamp. The werewolf Fever of Fever Swamp. Yeah. And then uh, we get the ghouls from Night of the Living Dead or the House of the Living Dead. They get the, they get the gnomes. Yeah. Uh, so we have these constant set pieces, just one right after the other. And well, at the end, it's like screw it. Let's just throw everything. Every, everyone shows everything. up. Yeah. And like, there are some I didn't recognize. I don't even think they were from the books. I'm not quite sure. But um, I was expecting, you know, I wanted to see the horrors from Horrorland because they were, they, those were popular characters. Uh, the Haunted Mask, I thought might play a part. Uh, Monster Blood, uh, which had three different books devoted to it, at least. And so those were some key things I was expecting to see more. And there were some Easter eggs. Uh, the, the Cuckoo Clock of Doom is uh, visible early in the movie. Um, the, the, the Night Guard from Tower of Terror is in there at one point. But there are more popular characters that I expected to see here. And I feel from a fan service standpoint where this film should have been marketed twofold it should have been marketed to kids and families and it should have been marketed to people of my age roughly 30 who grew up on these books and would get this great sense of yes. nostalgia from watching it and it failed in that aspect well that was something i was thinking as i was watching the movie i was like who is this movie marketed to because like you're right i just didn't feel like the fan service was quite there again I wasn't diehard, but I really just like I just this does not connect with me the same yeah. way as and 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 I I just didn't feel like the fan service that was there really was fitting. I mean, Slappy was probably the biggest one, and I think that was appropriate. But uh, I was just like, okay, well, kids, younger kids haven't read these books because they're yeah. they're, they're old. They're you know they're from the eighties, nineties mostly. Yeah. Uh, and but then the people who they should be going, you know, trying to lure in, you're not really giving us what we yeah. came for, right? Yeah. I, I really wanted to see some Monster Blood in there and see somebody, ex like, uh, what Monster Blood does, if you eat it, you'll usually grow or in enlarge, and so I expected something like that might happen. There are ways that they could have incorporated those different aspects. I mean, if they had a giant insect, just feed the, the, the kid the blood, yeah. they could have fought the insect, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> those things are there. I mean, we even, we go to, there's a amusement park that plays into the motif of the film, and we could have easily centered that around Horrorland, and so those things I think failed. That that was a huge failure in the climax. I was yeah. like, "Ooh, we're gonna." They, they even set up early in the movie. Yeah. And they came back, and then it was just like, "Ah, oh, eh, but we're gonna no, find yeah. the Ferris wheel." Done. And so it it, it it I think tries to do some good things, but it just falls apart. Um, and so at the end of the day, yeah, I, it's a it's a major miss I think for me, especially as a fan of the books who was expecting a lot more fan service, even if it was cheesy, and even if it was just nostalgia for nostalgia's sake it just like i said it just feels like the writers didn't understand and i, I don't want to i don't want to deter the writers because i don't really know their, yeah. their history with the with the series but it really felt like they were tasked with adapting this series having not read any of them yeah. or if, at the very least having not understood this, what made what made kids like the series in the first yeah. place uh, this feels like a huge mishandling. It's not, like you said, though, this is not the worst handling of an yeah. old franchise. I mean, Smurf being like the, the great, you know, case in point. And I, I would still tell families to go see this over the Smurfs any day because there's like five Smurfs and they're all garbage <laughs> yeah. versus this, which, which at least I think there is some fun to be had. The two cops that showed up early in the movie made some really great comedic relief. There's laughs to be had. It's, yeah. not, it's, not, it's not a boring film. It's just, it just doesn't quite have the magic. Well, Caleb, I think you make some good points. I'm going to say I think I made some good points, you know, because there's no one to stop me. And so we we must decide, shelf or trash, should people go see this movie? No, If not, what else should they watch or what should they watch with this movie? Trash it. 
Go, go find, go dig up in your old library, dust off the DVD copies of the TV series and watch that because that was a, a much more faithful adaption that captured both the, the kind of corny, cheesy nature and also that like creep factor that I think really got to kids a lot. Go check out those. Go check out Halloween Town. Go, you know, the, the Disney original movies back in the, back in the nineties. Uh, even go check out Are You Afraid of the Dark? Those are things, those are things that, you know, even if you don't have that huge nostalgia, I think there is a certain essence in those stories that you can understand what would creep kids out. And if you're trying to, to find something in the Halloween spirit to show your kids, I think those are all better recommendations. And guess what? You don't have to go to the theater. You can sh probably find them on streaming somewhere. Or like I said, even in a library. And you can watch it at home. So I, I, I think families this this Halloween at least are going to be a lot better uh, take, choosing those options. How about you? Um, I would say, man, I hate to do it. But yeah, it's, you know, it's trash. You don't need to go watch this movie. You don't need to own this movie when it comes out on DVD. Redbox rental, that's fine. If it makes it to Netflix, yeah, check it out with your family. Have a family night. That's fine. And, I mean, it's it's a tricky time because we're in a season right now. We've got a lot of PG-13 and R-rated films coming out. Crimson Peaks opening against this one. I expect it to do a lot better uh, than this. I hope so, anyway. Um, you can check out our review of that show if you haven't yet. Um, but, and so, part of me wants to say, yeah, if, if you have to go to the theaters, you want to see a family movie, this is about your only option. And so, you know, go matinee if you have to. But... It's it's disposable. It, it really is. It 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 really I think drops the balls and the ball in a lot of ways. Um, instead, I would actually uh, Caleb makes a good points. Check out the old Goosebumps. Check out Are You Afraid of the Dark because they're a lot of fun. They're cheesy, but they are a lot of fun. Uh, and and also Jumanji. Yeah, I, mean, I was thinking I was, that too. Actually, the entire time I watched this movie, I'm just thinking this is Jumanji. Well, oh, yeah, I know it really, it literally is. Uh, the, the, the books. I'll open the books uh, against your will. Keep playing the game, and then the yeah. only way in the end is to rewrite the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, and, you know, a lot of those same things are coming back. We have the the one character who is solely after our our protagonist, Stein, right. well, Stein, and we have uh, uh, the, one, the hunter the one, after the, hunter after. They have the, the one character that is stuck in the story. Yeah. You know, I, all those all those things, yeah. all those elements are definitely. And there. so I think you know Jumanji does what this film's doing but it does it a lot better oh yeah 10 times better like and, yeah that's a that's a classic and even just uh, the spiritual sequel the actual uh, uh from the same writer i'd check out uh, zathura zathura yeah which is yeah. almost the exact same movie as jumanji but in space and with sci-fi elements so cool i love that movie and so yeah. those are both what i would recommend as else's to this like i said uh you know you don't need to watch this one so stay in those movies are probably streaming at least one of them is on netflix i think or used to be so check those out and always hey robin williams Always, always better than these day. Whack. These days, all every day, all day long. And so, those would be my recommendations. Caleb, any final, any final messages for our dear listener? Go out and find a movie to watch with your family this Halloween. Make it, make it. Choose wisely. Don't choose Goosebumps. Go choose one of the movies we recommended, or go do a little more research. There are a lot of great Halloween movies uh, to watch with your families and your kids, and it's a, it's a great time of year. Uh, so I, th I think uh, you know, I'd be remiss to say, even if this movie isn't the one. You should definitely enjoy the Halloween creep season uh, and, uh, with the family. It's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, you know? And so, yeah, definitely, you know, get together, spend some time with their family, spend some time with their friends, catch Hocus Pocus. I mean, come on, there are a lot of good movies that we could watch. Please. And uh, just have a conversation about these movies, try to figure out what they're really talking about, really saying about society. And until next time, we'll see you again.
Forest.